yes, it's a Bridgeport's own podcast, episode 23. You could catch us on Spotify and Google or wherever you get your podcast. It's coming down to that campaign and people are throwing a lot of stuff around. But we'll throw around in a few minutes the one and only, in a good way, Mr. Billy Dawkins. To see that whether it's true or not, people take debate. And what I mean by that is take debate by listening and seeing what's going on around them. Take, for instance, Anita Martinez. She had a few postings on Facebook. I'll just take one post at a time because this is representative of their opponents in their primary. And by the way, she and Ernie the Hat Newton are being primaried. Pretty much that's expected. Things happen to either he or her. You're going to get primaried. That's a reality. And the reality is it shouldn't shock her or him that they're getting primaried. It shouldn't. It's not that complicated as it is. Now, she is going after their opponents, Wanda Simmons, and Victoria Majerski, they have partnered in the district that they're running in. They're the incumbents, Anita Martinez and Ernie the Hat Newton. And it seemingly is becoming dirty laundry. Negative campaigning. What are you going to do to get elected? And it always seems to me this. If people see through the bullshit, if people see through the utter bullshit and see what candidates a, have done for their district and what candidates B, would want to do in your district, then it really shouldn't be relevant, right? Well, according 
to this post that Anita Martinez put up four days ago. And I'll read it from start to finish and get in my analysis of it. So here we go. Before I end my night, let me just share this with the constituents of the east end of Districts 1 and 2. Our opponents continue to attack my partner on Instagram and Facebook, calling my partner a drug addict and a no good, etc., etc., etc. Well, let's be honest about that. He says he's been rehabilitated and he has been a drug user. He has gone to rehab. The no good part of it, he's gone to jail. Ernie the Hat Newton, well documented, has gone to jail and has gone to rehab for drug abuse. That's not a lie. That's actual fact. I don't know why this is not um, any big news to anybody. Everybody knows. Everybody in the city knows that Ernie Newton's been arrested and Ernie Newton has used drugs. And to his credit, he has rehabilitated himself. So why is that a big issue? It's called the truth. It's true. My opponent is using the death of an individual where my opponent makes things up. She states that I'm a murderer, bully, powerful, corrupt, unethical. And the list goes on and on. But what our opponents fail to state to the East End community is which C60 be elected in is that she's been popped by the political machine already. Let me take the latter first. If you're talking about you and your partner, Anita Martinez and Ernie Newton, not getting the nomination by the Democratic Town Committee, then you might think they're bought. They could be bought. But could you also say that the part about not saying that you're a murderer, that's serious. I'll take issue with that. I would agree with that. But you were involved in a murder. His name is Nair Nixon. He's no longer here. Their family went on News 12. Really call you out. Where were you? You were nowhere to be found. Hell, not even Ernie DeHat Newton was defending you. He wasn't defending you at all. He was not defending you at all when that lady said all the things about you and what happened at that night at the Keystone, and where were you? Where was Ernie DeHat Newton to defend you? Where was he? And lastly, about being a bully, powerful, corrupt, unethical, the list goes on and on. Well, if you bully people to open up a quote-unquote bar, turn it into a social club, Keystone Club, and had the... People at the uh, city medical office say, hey, everything's okay, everything's fine, blah, blah, blah. How would you let people interpret that? How would you let people interpret that during a pandemic, you had a bar open, a bar, where no other bars were open? Some were, but they served food. And when they serve food, they're willing to make a dollar. Not as much as they like, but they had to make a dollar. What part of that was, hmm, let me see, bully, powerful, corrupt, unethical? You think what they're saying about you isn't true? Did it ever give you a thought? Aren't the two people that are running against you and Ernie the Hat are saying something true? Did it ever dawn on you to think about that? Or better yet, did it ever dawn on you to run for re-election? If you knew that these things were going to come up during the campaign, why run again? On a record of the last two years, of the last year of it, being about as dreadful as you can get. But what our opponent failed to state, the East End community in which she seeks election, in is that she has been bought by a political machine already. She talks about corruption. Ask her who has funded her own campaign. 
I took pictures of the billboard sites in front of the property on Boston Avenue. This property belongs to the best friend of our DTC, Democratic Town Committee Chairman. This individual has donated thousands of dollars into our opponent's campaigns. Our opponents failed to state that she has been bought already. My partner has not and will not accept donations to our campaign from the DTC chair or his fans. Now, last I checked, when you get an endorsement from the Democratic Town Committee, I think they get donations, limited, limitless, I should say, donations. And when they get the endorsement, they're going to get the donations. That's how it works. As far as I know, nobody has it. Uh, told me otherwise, when you don't get your endorsement, you're not going to get any money for campaigns. That's why they can put up a billboard in front of a property in the East End where you're running in. It's how it works. It's not being powerful. It's not being vindictive. It's called getting an endorsement. They got the endorsement. You two didn't. Wanda Simmons and Victoria Majerski got the endorsement. You were not endorsed. Now you're going to primary them. That's fine. Go out there and try to win it. Do it the old-fashioned way. Campaign. Campaign. Just campaign. The A team gets the job done without any other individuals. The B team, on the other hand, is full of bullshit and bankruptcies. This is why they had to be bought early. The Our opponents has something to do to a video taking about no other further than Queen A and King A. This is all great marketing. Ask Bill Finch what happened to his re-election when he tried to run a negative campaign. Don't throw stones to one glass house when you're right next door. Ciao. The A-team, we will get it done. In another perverse way, look what negative campaigning did with Donald Trump. He negatively campaigned his way to the presidency. Now, it's a whole different ball game there, but it's the same. But negative campaign, I don't see Wanda Simmons and Victoria Majerski negatively campaigning. If what they say is true, now the murdering part, hey, I'll give you that. Other parts of it, you were involved in a murder. You're up on charges. How did you have a bar open during the pandemic? Another thing, how did you have Latin foods and soul open? You talk about throwing stones and BS and so forth, but that's bullshit too. And the things you're throwing is bullshit. And Ernie Newton about the drugs, he's going to rehab. Congratulations. He says he's clean. I take his word at it, but he has gone to jail on corruption. He has. That's the truth. You can't deny that. And I don't want to hear about the recent stuff and what he's done. Because the last time I saw Ernie Newton in front of a camera, about a year ago, he was pushing a woman to his side who was supporting a woman that you know very well. Now you're Dixon's mom. So please, I want to talk about throwing stones, BS, bankruptcy. That's a sign of a person or persons who looks like they're going to lose. Only people who know that the end is near. And hey, they could surprise me. But when the primary comes around and Ernie Newton and Anita Martinez are on the L side of the column, there comes a point where something inside them should say, maybe I should have done things differently. And I would not be in this spot. Maybe. Who knows? And on another thing, there's another woman they're going after. With a little help. We'll have that after.
The other part of this where Anita Martinez just can't contain herself, finding dirt wherever it goes, wherever it can land her. And there's another opponent to this, or another person to this, let's put it that way. His name is Tony Barr. I do not know if Tony Barr is running for the seat that Maria Pereira has. He has tried on many occasions to run for a seat, even mayor. I don't know what Tony Barr's motivation is when it comes to this. And another thing that she should ask herself when you partner up with a guy will have to ask that question later. But you know, gets to a point where you're going after another person or another opponent for no legible reason just because you would want to. Seems unusual. And in this case, it is because the thing that she's alleging and she's posted some documents to this to the effect that has been going on I don't know what well let's put it this way let's get right to it it's one three days ago it was tropical storm or hurricane Henry and everybody is um, battening down their hatches and trying to save their house, not to get flooded in, getting the generators going, trying to get gas to put into the generators, how have you. Anita Martinez with Tony Barr and Ernie the Hat Newton posted this on Facebook. Good morning, Bridgeport. As we watch the storm, Henry, let's wake up and look at the storm. Maria Pereira, a.k.a. the 138th District Arsonist, Child Abuser, Tire slasher, criminal, etc. Maria attacks others daily but fails to look at herself in the mirror. Maria goes on Facebook and attacks individuals as her life is clean and sanitized. Let me start by saying this. Maria Pereira is well connected to the political machine, although she wants her constituents and the residents of the city to believe different. She's a liar. First off, let's start with how far back has she had a relationship with Judah Epstein? Please take note 
at a judicial listing where Maria attended a hearing in the court for the WPCA floor closure of Representative of Judith Epstein. Maria preys on seniors and scheming with her sugar daddy Francis taking elderly and black brown people properties. Now, if I'm Maria Pereira, I would respond to that if there is some judicial review of it, and we'll take a look at it. If there is, we will look into it, probably in this little segment that we have here. But that's a strong statement she's making. Very strong. Take a look how Judah Epstein donated to Maria's campaign $500 while Maria taxed others their donations to fundraisers. Why isn't she showing you all her big supporters and fans? The DTC chair, right-hand man, take a look at his donations. She attacks my friend she calls reputed mob member Gus Curcio. Well, her bestie and Gus were friends at one point, so what's the problem now? One thing Gus is not is a thief. He's real, doesn't pay his way into or out of anything. He is his own. Can I say that about yourself, Maria Pereira? Your bestie that runs the political machine. Hell no. I don't know if she ran with Gus Curcio. I don't know if Judah Epstein ran with Gus Curcio. I can't answer that. Only she can answer that. Somewhat of a, we're going to look at the documents later and see if it's true or not. But we'll look at it later. Time to continue. Was your bestie and a few of his buddies not involved in a scandal robbing the city of thousands of dollars? Did you send that to the FBI MS attorney Pereira? You try to crucify a donor of ours not having any money and being poor. Questioning how he made a donation to our campaign. Well, did you make a donation to our campaign when it was supposedly you receiving SAGA cash or and food stamps? Did your corrupt sugar daddy or bestie give you money that you filled out a form with your name? Hello? Tell the truth. Shame on the devil, you racist liar. Again, we're going to look at all these documents later, and we're going to see, we'll give a little opinion on it. But she's saying some strong stuff, something strong that Maria Pereira should respond to. And I'm hoping she does. I'm hoping her partner does. This is serious allegations. But why is she making it at her? Let's be honest about it. The only reason why she's making it is because Tony Barr, that's my feeling, Tony Barr's name would have been tagged on this. If not, Tony Barr, you would not have seen Tony Barr's name tagged to this. And it also goes to another thing, that uh, the campaign of Wanda Simmons and Victoria Majerski saying, she's a bully. She's an outright bully. If this was bought up, it should have been bought up, well, two years ago when she ran for city council. Nobody gave a rat's behind two years ago. Now she's giving a damn this year. In a re-election campaign, no less. You talk about my partner being a drug addict and scandal-corrupt politician. Well, he didn't challenge you on a drug screening, and he passed with flying colors. Good for him. That's great that he passed with flying colors. Are you embarrassed to let the city of Bridgeport know that you're addicted to Oxy Perk? I guess they have picked your slurs during meetings. You continue to elaborate about what happened at KS, and are you the key witness? 
If so, go give a statement. You continue to talk about prostitution. Was your daughter there that night? And then you referring to prostitution. She was not at Danny Bizarro's party because she was trying to get attention. Dollars. Oh, wait. You don't want to talk about that, do you? Let's talk about only one project you ever voted since you've been on the city council. The sidewalk pilot program. Why? Because you received a big donation from your best friend and his family that is in charge of the project. Come on, Maria, air your dirty laundry and you sh you dirty stinking oil oil. Let's talk about the warrant that's in the works for you harassing elderly constituents. And all, your, all you do is talk shit, bully vulnerable people. Come on back. We'll be waiting for your response, you racist pig. Again, that's strong stuff. It is very strong stuff. I would like to see her response to that. You know, these are very legitimate responses that she should have. All right. And uh, I'm looking at some documents here. Criminal motor vehicle conviction case detail. I assume she was involved in a motor vehicle violation. I don't know what's wrong with that. Everybody gets in a motor vehicle violation. Police of Fairfield. Criminal motor vehicle very. Criminal case detail. Last first name, Maria Pereira, born 1967. She had a zero fine. She pled guilty. She pled guilty on another bona vehicle violation. And here's another one. In Shelton, Maria Pereira. Derby, court commission, pled guilty on motor vehicle charge. So what I see so far, motor vehicle violations. Everybody has motor vehicle violations. That's nothing new. We all get them. We either eat a light, we eat a stop sign, we don't signal in the next lane, get an appearance to appear in court, you plead guilty, it's a no, no big deal. It's They're making a big deal out of it. Okay, here we are. Monetary receipts. I think these are campaign contributions, I would think. Uh, total contributions from a small contributors received this period only subsectional A. No more than $5,000. Contributed $100 to Maria Pereira. So she got $100 from Maria Pereira. Date received, April 3rd, 2021. The other one, Michelle Small, also got a donation also. Another one. This is a July contribution. It was from Jason Lambert from Stratford. The amount was $100. These guys were giving $100. John Ricci donated, how much did he donate? $200. Wow. Man's retired and donated $200. That is of 6-30-21. It was made to in a campaign contribution to Maria Pereira. The amount contributed $100. Here's the big one, folks. And it was eight years ago. Attorney Judah Epstein, Angela Costa, and Maria Pereira, Baker Law Firm. I assume they worked at the same law firm. Disposition, judge, magistrate, disposition, the small claims case. Are, are you serious? You're bringing up a small claims case? Civil, housing, and small claims case. Documents show court ordered the judicial notices of electronic, paperless, and civil housing small claims case will return to the date after January 1st, 2014. Over internet, blah, 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 blah. But the case filed prior to 2014, the court orders judicial notices that electronic and are available publicly for the Internet. Orders. This was filed on November 28, 2012. Filed January 4, 2013. and was filed again that same day. 
disposition with satisfaction, but on the foreclosure sale, I've always had a philosophy of picking your cases and your fights where it's appropriate. But this was settled eight years ago in an actual courtroom. Judge deemed it to be satisfied. Or, if I'm reading it correctly, satisfaction, judgment-free foreclosure by sale. This was a sale of... I'm reading this correctly. I'm actually reading this correctly. Maria Pereira has three moving violations. Three moving violations and a small claims case which was settled seven years ago. Seven years ago. What are you, nuts? You can't pick a better fight than that. You can't pick a fight with your opponent. You have to pick a fight with a guy who don't knows how to pick a fight. Really? A case settled seven years ago by a judge, by juries, by attorneys, all of that stuff. They said, oh, let's settle this. And that's bullying. That's being a racist. Really? Tony Barr? The man who was recently arrested on a moving violation in Monroe, of all places. Really? Come on. At least she pled guilty to those moving violations. Do better than that. If this is going to be the M.O. people who are running losing campaigns, then you might as well not have campaigns. You might as well just have, oh, hey, let's have an election. Let's see what this guy can do. Come on. Do better than that. The case was settled. If you're looking for a racial angle on it, you know what you should do? You should go ask the judge. Ask the judge. Maybe he'll give you a better idea what happened. No wonder why things like that didn't come up two years ago when she was running for city council. Or being a member of the Board of Education. When there's smoke, there's not always fire. When there's smoke, someone lit up a cigarette. That's all this is. Back after this. weekend if you're living under a rock there was tropical storm or hurricane Henry. now i'm stated i've stated this for the record male tropical storms and hurricanes in this area england the tri-state of new york new jersey connecticut those storms usually wimp out on us they really do you can't predict the way the storm is going to go. You can't. Hence going into the job of a meteorologist. Their jobs are hard. They're competing with other meteorologists to get the most advanced technology they can get to get the of whatever happens during the weather week right. And it's hard. 
it's very hard to predict what would happen in these 24, 48, 5 or 10 days ahead of time. But people on Twitter, there's a reason why I'm not on Twitter, take us to a whole level, a whole new level. And a meteorologist, for the record, Fox 61, CW20, we don't have Fox 61 or CW20. For what reason? I have no idea. You can talk to Optimum about that. Altis, who's the cable provider here. They're the ones that do not show Fox 61 or CW20. But Rachel Frank lost her last nerve. And her last nerve really pertains to what she's personally going through throughout that whole tropical storm or Hurricane Henri, which turned out to be like a firecracker, a dud. And people on Twitter took it out on her. Why? People who go on Twitter do that. They take it out on meteorologists, love their job. They do. They love it. They want to tell you what the forecast is. They want to tell you what direction a hurricane or what have you, a snowstorm is going. But people on Twitter could care less. Rachel Frank said she was sent, quote, venomous messages. Really? You sent her venomous messages because you think... She told Henri to go in another direction. Seriously? Come on. She also said, quote, I am lucky to have a career I love, but this week has been challenging. I'm on a day eight of work. She's putting in a lot of hours trying to get this right. And Twitter, she don't care. They don't. They want to send their messages. They want to send their pathetic remarks, pretty much insulting her, knowing that, you know, people... Like Rachel Frank takes this seriously. She takes her job seriously. She wants to do the job correctly. She also said, quote, miss my cousin's wedding. Now I'm getting venomous messages insulting my intelligence and my appearance. I'm pathetic, dumb, sensationalist, a blonde that won't stop talking. See, I don't know many blondes. They don't talk. They're not Chrissy Snow from Three's Company. They're not. But that one was out of line. Again, I don't have Fox 61, CW20. From what I've seen of Rachel Frank, she's a very reputable meteorologist. She does tremendous work. She tries to get it right. You know, what do you want from her? And I'm talking about the people on Twitter who sent these messages. That's why I'm not on Twitter. You're not going to find me on Twitter. There's another word for Twitter that means trouble. And this is one of them. Here's another quote from her. I know I should have a thicker skin, but I am a person. I've reached my limit. And you know something? Sometimes this is what happens. She gives the weather every single day, every single night, every single moment. She tries to keep track of everything, but she's human. She has her limits, and you all reach that. As I said before, tropical storms and hurricanes are hard to predict. Where will they go? And Henri, like the male hurricane that it is, left Connecticut unscathed. Just leaving rain and wind and so forth. Is that her fault? Is that her fault that uh, Connecticut got unscathed? 
know of anything, no damage, no floods, none of that. Is that her fault? I mean, come on, people. Really? If you want to blame somebody about the hurricane or tropical storm, Henri, blame the hurricane itself. Hurricane did what it didn't do. As Bob Maxson said, quote, it was a dud. It's a firecracker. You put it out. Pull. We need a ruler to measure some rain amounts. Will it ever end? That's what he said. It was a dud. Those things happen in meteorology. It always happens to everybody when they predict the weather. She did her job. You should be thankful to her. The Lieutenant Governor Susan Bicewich lend her support. These sorts of unacceptable messages are what women still face all too often in their careers. And it's important that we call it out. Ignore the haters and keep the good work for our state. Amen to that. She did her job. What do you want her to do? Go into the eye of the storm and say, hey, go right into Connecticut. No, you idiots. That can't happen. That physically and meteorology can't happen. You can't have a human being go into an eye of the storm and push it towards Connecticut. Like I said, you want to blame somebody? Blame the hurricane. Blame the tropical storm. But it's, you know, it is so pathetic the way people act towards anybody you don't do this to male meteorologists you don't has to be the one the female she's blonde and all that other stuff really come on people especially those on twitter you're pathetic come on i thought you all would be a little better than this to lend support to a person who was there in the trenches trying to get this right and she ultimately did it didn't make the downfall, it didn't land in Connecticut, but you don't care about that. You want to see how far you can get thousand postings on Twitter, all that other nonsense, and guess what? She's still going to give you the forecast. She'll be up at her normal time giving you the forecast. So, how do you feel now? Not nice at all, but I'll tell you this lesson you should learn from. Male tropical storms and hurricanes are pussies when it comes to this area i know there have been some like harvey down in texas and so forth that made a major impact but impact here in our area they're pussies they suck henry was lucky to even make it to this area but don't blame rachel frank she did her job and she did a good job she kept you all informed of what's going on you should appreciate that Instead of hating, I don't know why you're going to hate, but don't hate just for hating. Don't hate the forecaster. Like the forecaster, because she got it right. These are types of things that we need. We need the meteorologists to get all of this right. I mean, hey, they're going to make mistakes. They all do. But when it comes to getting it right, I think there comes a point in time where you say, hey, she got it right. Thank you, Rachel. You ever thought about saying that?
Episode 23 is in the books. I got one more to go. I'm going to try to make it a good one. I'm going to try to make it a very good episode. One more to go and that's it. Check us out on Spotify and Google, wherever you get your podcast, And go to worldpress.com to check out my episodes. Hey, see you later.